0: My name is Jackie Lamport. Today is Friday, September 10th. Welcome to the Capital Daily podcast. Today on the show,
1: I think in all cases, sometimes I'm, I'm trying to transcend stereotypes. Especially some of these um, more on the edges suburban areas have certain stereotypes, or vice versa. Like some people think, oh, I, I hate downtown, or I don't like this about that neighborhood. Yeah, kind of looking for the positive. A
0: Halifax artist spent 15 months in Victoria for her next book of urban art. After successful iterations in her home city and Vancouver, the artist will use her talents to create a visual representation of what makes our city unique. Today, we learn about her project. Today's Capital Daily Podcast is brought to you by 211 British Columbia. Help starts here. Are you looking for community supports and services but don't know where to turn? Dial 211 to connect with a navigator who can help find the right support in your family for your situation, whether it's housing, food, financial assistance, counseling, or more. It's free, confidential, and available 24-7. Dial or text 211 or visit bc.211.ca. If you want to help support the Capital Daily Podcast, the best thing that you can do is to rate and review on the app that you're listening to right now if it allows it, and also check out our membership opportunity at capitaldaily.ca slash member. In typical Good News Friday routine, we're welcomed today by Emily Fagan, Capital Daily's Good News Letter Editor. Emily,
2: welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So who is Emma Fitzgerald? Emma is a Halifax-based artist. Um, She started out her career as an architect and moved on to uh, these books. Um, that she sketches and writes based on uh, neighborhoods around Canada. So uh, her first book in the series, Hand-Drawn Halifax, um, she kind of went around her local city and highlighted kind of the things that she feels makes it great and listened to the stories of the folks who live there.
1: In September 2013, and pitched the idea of a book about my neighborhood. Um, and one publisher got back to me, and they didn't want it to be just my neighborhood, they wanted the whole city of Halifax, even kind of the more uh, out-in-the-way suburban places, which I actually totally agreed with. So we did a test run on, you know, my neighborhood had a lot of obvious character and charm, where some of the other ones don't, but it still works.
2: Riding off the success of that, she produced Hand-Drawn Vancouver, uh, which came out last year, I believe, and now she's working on a book about Victoria. And how did you hear about her? I actually found out about her because our managing editor, Jimmy's partner, um, is a big fan of her work. And uh, she found out that Emma Fitzgerald is producing a book on Victoria. Um, and we actually like reached out to her to see if she'd be interested in an interview. And we got some exclusive uh, behind the scenes info and some photos from her upcoming book. So that's pretty cool. I don't mean to tout local media when I say this, but I am going to a little bit.
0: It's really nice when your media comes from the people in your community because you do have those kind of connections and uh, some of the stories that I've seen and just the things that I've seen as somebody in this community. So it's really
2: great when when you hear about things that way. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. There's so many things that like, you know, might be outside of your own bubble of something you'd bump into. Like I wasn't, I'm not as in the like, you know, book or artist community in Victoria as some other folks are. So it's great when they can... Kind of bring that to the surface for us, yeah, definitely.
0: you mentioned Halifax
2: and Vancouver were her previous projects. Those went over well. Halifax she said the book was a runaway success. People would come up to her and buy like ten copies at a time because they just loved it so much and wanted to like give it to their friends and family uh Vancouver the book came out during the pandemic, which was a little bit difficult, but uh, she was actually in Victoria when that book came out, and so she was able to um kind of go down to Monroe's books in person and kind of meet some folks and sign some copies. And uh, yeah, it really uh, was an interesting moment to be doing research for a book also set in BC.
0: Yes, I do want to ask you about that. So I'm going to come back to that in a couple of questions, because that is a very unique part about this release. But first, can we talk about
2: what actually inspired these projects? Her history of going around cities and sketching parts that she really like feels close to, um, actually goes back to when she was younger and living in Ireland.
1: When I was 16, we moved back to Ireland, and um, I was going to school in Dublin, but living in the country, so I was was basically grade 11, I was taking the bus, you know, to this urban school, but we tried to make friends at that age, Um, so on the weekends, I would just take the bus into the city and walk around and sketch, so sort of out of, you know, something to do and trying to get to know the place. And at the time, you know, I wouldn't have thought that it would become what it's become for me now. It was just something to do. Um, but yeah, I would say that that was the first time I really did a lot of drawing on location was in Dublin.
0: We'll pause here for a quick word from our sponsor. Today's Capital Daily Podcast is brought to you by Haven by Chard Development. Enjoy all the benefits of Haven's central location. The leafy green streets of Fernwood, the funky vibe of North Park, and the downtown convenience at a price that would typically have you battling the collwood crawl. At Haven, two-bedroom homes start at just $590,000. And better yet, they match your 10% deposit. Haven's studio-to-three-bedroom homes offer open-concept kitchens, modern interior finishes, and expansive windows. Beautifully designed, ideally located, and affordable, Welcome to your Haven. The Presentation Center is open daily from 12 to 5 p.m. Visit them to learn more and tour the display suite at havenbychard.com. And what made her decide to
2: focus on Victoria next? After the success of her Vancouver book, her B.C. publishers asked her if she'd be interested in doing another book set in B.C. And since her parents live in Vancouver and she wanted to be able to visit them very, like, kind of often. Uh, this is a pre-pandemic line of thought, of course. Um, she picked Victoria and actually moved here in March of 2020. Yes, which is OK. So we're back to that
1: now,
0: because that is what makes this book extra unique. Something unexpected happened, which we are all very familiar with, and that's the pandemic. Tell me how that makes this book more unique.
2: When the pandemic happened, obviously everyone was kind of brought a little bit more close to home. So there weren't as many tourists as you might see in Victoria during a normal year. And she was able to get a sense of Victoria as it is purely with locals and like what the community is as it, at its core.
1: I think a lot going to still be decided in the editing process. I would like to, you know, for people to know that I was here working on the books during a pandemic, but I also don't want it to be the um, complete focus because I, I do think that, that fatigue people feel. Or- so I didn't, you know, go into great lengths about hand sanitizing stations and restaurants. Like, you know, I could have turned it into a document of the pandemic, but it's more by the wayside. Like, you see someone in a socially distance lineup or... Uh, but yeah, it remains to be seen because we haven't finished editing exactly how much we'll make it in. But I think it helped me see more of the community of what life is like for local people in Victoria, which was actually perfect for the book because the focus isn't so much the tourist destinations, it's more the everyday fabric. So, like, people in Fernwood mm-hmm. you know, selling bread out of a box at the side of their driveway or um, those little free libraries or, um, you know, or I started seeing the Save Fairy Creek sign at the mm-hmm. beginning of my time in Victoria and then by the very end, there was, you know, almost daily demonstrations. Um, a lot of the nature became very present And I don't know, to be honest, how much will make that will make it into the book I do mostly drop building. But just I found it a very um, rejuvenating city to be in during the pandemic because there was so much animal life and plant life to observe all the
0: time. What kind of images does she want to focus on to show Victoria's character?
2: She did a lot of drawing of businesses. Um, as you can see in the article, she did some uh, classic drawings of places you might find very familiar, like the water taxis, um, and she also has some kind of unique moments that you could only see in Victoria.
1: It was a pretty memorable experience of, um, going to Moss Street Market in February when there was a snowfall over Valentine's weekend. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's quite a lot of snow. And then a lot of the farmers, you know, the fact that they even made it, and it's not a city that sort of used to snow, but then there was all these peacocks on the roof of the house and, you know, it's unusual enough to see peacocks in a city, but to see peacocks in the snow on someone's roof mm-hmm. <laughs> while you're buying the vegetables from a farmer. It was, uh, so that I did a like, quick sketch of that, and that made it into the book, too. Or <laughs> hopefully we'll make it into the book. And a
0: super exciting part of this story is that we are getting a bit of a sneak peek at these
2: drawings. How did you swing that? She actually worked out a deal with her publishers so that we could get some advanced uh pictures of some of the sketches that will be in her book that comes out in the spring of 2023. So that was super exciting. Um, I think people will really love to see how she's brought to life places that are pretty iconic in Victoria. And one of the places actually closed down during COVID. So it'll be immortalized in this book long after, you know, it, it is no longer here. And
0: anyone interested in those images can see them at capitaldaily.ca?
2: hmm. Absolutely.
0: Okay. You mentioned earlier that she actually went in person to Monroe's to bring her book on Vancouver. And you spoke to the assistant manager at Monroe's about
2: the coming Victoria book. She said she's excited, right? She's very excited to see what Fitzgerald's take will be on the city. She mentioned that she hopes that it won't just be all the touristy things that one normally thinks of when you know, you're know you visiting Victoria, but a, like a deeper look at the community, which Fitzgerald has assured me she did have it's just such a unique format to see your city depicted in. So I think the folks at Monroe's were very excited about that.
1: I think in all cases, sometimes I'm, I'm trying to transcend stereotypes. Like I think often, especially some of these, um, more on the edges suburban areas have certain stereotypes or vice versa. Like some people think, Oh, I, I hate downtown or I don't like this, about that neighborhood, but, um, Yeah, kind of looking for the positive and looking for um, those moments of connection.
0: Where can people find the previous books to get an idea of what they should expect for Victoria?
2: Yeah, I think they're available in the local libraries around Greater Victoria. And you can also find them, of course, at Monroe's Books. But I'm sure any of the many local bookstores will have them in stock. Awesome. Emily, thank you again. Yeah, always nice to be on.
0: You can read Emily Fagan's full story and see a sneak peek of the art at capitaldaily.ca. If you want to help support Capital Daily's local journalism and connect your business with our engaged and curious Greater Victoria audience of over 50,000, email our partnerships team at advertising at capitaldaily.ca. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating and a review and also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes going forward. We post new shows every Monday to Friday. My name is Jackie Lamport. This is the Capital Daily Podcast. We'll talk to you Monday.